Indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like, will the kids of today ever know the real dangers of struggling to flip a cassette tape in a Walkman whilst riding on a bicycle at the same time? Hi, America. Hello. Well, my name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. Getting the original Walkman was one of the best days of your life, wasn't it? Yes. Do you remember that? I never that? got one. Your family was poor. Yeah. You just had one of those little Fisher-Price that like I had eight tracks. Maybe had a little lamb. David Cassidy. I had to carry track. around my Smurf record player. <laughs> the battery was in a suitcase. This is why our shoulders are so large. Look at it. <laughs> well, if our batteries get too low before the end of the show, we'll just turn off the bass boost and we should be okay. Uh, Welcome to the show. More questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites, and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you've just tuned in especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you've just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests. Somewhere in the barren wilderness of those Midwest plains, with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Now each week, we press our ear against the bedroom wall, whatever my mother listened to before she went to bed, picks and pulls on her unconscious mind, and that's the very tune that she snores. Let's have a listen tonight. <laughs> That's Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells? Every week. Can't be. Do you know on Christmas I'm going to do Jingle Bells and you're going to tell me it's Bohemian Rhapsody. I bought a pirated video of Bohemian Rhapsody and all I got to see was a little silhouette of a man. It was terrible. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Do you know why she's snoring that very tune? No. It's not your birthday. It's our 250th episode. Yay! Some people are more enthusiastic than others. <laughs> so, snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. Mm -hmm. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and or value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show, so let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. 
She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. Not anymore. Look, I got a curtain. It's got lights. (laughs) And does all of her work. Not anymore. Under the lights. She is now one of the leading pole dancers and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society. And pour some sugar on me. (laughs) And brings her research skills to tonight's show. She is our producer and sound engineer. Welcome to the show, Miss Morris. Hello. Heather farted on the bus today and four people turned around. She felt like she was on The Voice. (laughs) (sighs) I'm going to hurt you. That's all there is to it. The biggest step in any relationship isn't the first kiss. It's the first fart, do you not think? I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Mora, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle went onto YouTube this week to watch a music video. Then five hours later, she found herself watching a tutorial on how to talk to giraffes. Welcome to the <laughs> oh, show, God. Michelle. It's true. I wonder how long it would take a giraffe to throw up. These, oh, these are the things that keep on. me awake at night. I'm not going to get sleep tonight knowing that. How many stomachs does a giraffe have? Well, I'm guessing because they're... You they said must... four? Well, Nathan's with us at the moment. I'll come to him in a second. I would say four. They're very bovine, aren't they? Do you not think? I don't and know. And they chew the cud. That was... It was a question. I'm I sorry. bet on our listening party that's currently taking place on Facebook, yeah. someone's going to post how many stomachs. <laughs> <sighs> I wanted a You're serious welcome. paranormal show. This is ridiculous. Mm. Wow. I'm going to introduce our resident doctor and attorney nathan welcome to the show because we need him again nathan, oh, really? we need an attorney right now yeah, bad <laughs> dr nathan bush nathan's neighbors knocked on his door at 2 30 a.m this morning can you believe that 2 30 a.m yeah. luckily for him nathan was still up playing the drums so that was good news i don't get it <laughs> well uh, no I you don't, don't. yes because you had a knock on the head and you've got percussion oh. do you know what drummers get on an iq test Saliva, I believe, that would be the answer. They're mad, uh, they're bad, uh, and they are paranormal. This is season three, episode 77, and that means it's our 250th episode. Yay! We're going to have a bit of fun with that tonight, and we've packed the studio. <laughs> Miss Morris is so <laughs> excited that she's now sounding like Sasquatch in the background. He's here! Far too much to drink already. The merriment has started very, very early. I want to mention we have a listening party taking place right now. So we're about to jump into a round of general ignorance. If people wish to jump in and answer the questions, if you go to Facebook, search for more questions than answers. With Adrian Lee, you can join in the merriment, the fun. All of the stories are there, the banter, the gift wars, and people are playing along. And we have five to 600 comments during the course of a show. So thank you to everyone who's currently listening in our listening party. Thank you for joining us for our celebratory 250th episode. And we've got some surprises coming along the way. Or I'm also going to mention, say that again. I want the cake. You is want a cake? cake, do you? I've got things that are better than cakes. I have stuff with me that is better than cake. You All will right. be convinced. I will? Yes. Hmm, you will okay. realize the wonder of our 250th episode very it. shortly, and it won't be cake-related. Okay. Also in the studio, providing a laughter track, are our good friends and Patreon supporters, John and Lisa. You can shout hello in the background for me, guys. Hi. Hi. Yay! Yay! 
We have a studio audience, and they're going to get a do. higher score than we are. <laughs> Buggers. You know that's 100% true. So with the TV dinner, Martin's sponsored gong of infinite knowledge, the fondue of facts, and the pop rocks of statistics. Stand back, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. That's always oh, impressive, nice. isn't it? Any way the wind blows. Perfect. <laughs> Martin. On this very day. In 1844, the German-American entrepreneur Henry John Heinz was born, famous, of course, for founding the Heinz Company. And isn't it nice to use the sentence German-American entrepreneur without referring to atomic weapons? Yeah. Yeah. So, without further ado, introducing for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating fact about ketchup. Feeling confident? No. There's no confidence in the room for the ketchup. Do you like ketchup? No. Yes. You do. I don't like raw tomatoes, though. You don't like raw tomatoes? They're gross. They're fleshy. They're gross. But you like... Tomato ketchup. ketchup. I had a friend back in Britain that would put ketchup on everything, much to the pain of his poor mother. Ice cream. Ketchup on ice cream. Scrambled eggs. And everything had to have tomato ketchup on it. So here's our first question of the evening. If you wish to grasp the slippery red points that are now available, tomatoes did not make it into ketchup until the late 1800s. Can you imagine this? Tomato ketchup without tomatoes. That's like alcohol-free beer or Queen with Adam Lambert. Oh, you stop it. Controversial. He is my boyfriend. Here we go. And I love him. I'm pretty much 100% convinced that he'd have no interest in you. I'm just saying. I don't care. Nathan has more chance with Adam Lambert right now. I don't care. I would convince him. Well, don't stop me now. I would become a man. Would you really? (laughs) (laughs) For that to happen. You're going to rub Rogaine on your chest. (laughs) Eat the magic beans. (laughs) Take a trip to Thailand. It doesn't matter. I love him. Okay. Well, luckily, this isn't about Adam Lambert. It's about tomato ketchup. To win your points tonight, you need to tell me why tomato ketchup never originally had tomatoes in it. And there was a good reason for this. Because it had red peppers in it. It was made with red peppers instead of tomatoes. Why didn't they use tomatoes in tomato ketchup? Uh, Because there was a plague. There was the famous 1864 tomato tomato plague of New York. The mold... Tomato plague. Yes, shortage of tomatoes. Of 1876. I didn't know you were a historian on all things horticulture. You're surprising me yeah. with your knowledge this evening, Miss Morris. <laughs> it's That's your true. answer, is it? The famous tomato <laughs> plague. How comes I've never heard of this? Grasshoppers. It oh, was grasshoppers. Locusts. <laughs> You've managed to give me five answers. <laughs> Does that leave anything for you, Michelle? Why was there no tomatoes in tomato ketchup? Because of the war. What war? Any particular war or just a war? All of them. <laughs> yes, one of the side effects of global war is the shortage of tomatoes, of course. That's yes. always yes. been the case. Anyone in the studio audience want to shout out a sensible answer to this? No, apparently no. not. They considered tomatoes back in the day to be poisonous because right. they thought they were related to the nightshade family and they were deadly. So no one ate tomatoes back in the growing. day. I growing. I have some growing too, but we've now discovered they're not poisonous. Can you imagine nightshade ketchup on your McDeath burger? It's not. I have some ripe. You have some ripe nightshade, do you? You're making ketchup out of it. Uh. (laughs) Wow. Can you imagine back in the Victorian period? She's such a loving wife. She makes me a nice bowl of tomato soup every day. (laughs) And it's a fruit. It is a fruit. You're right. 
The difference between wisdom and knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit, but then not knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. Ooh. There you go. Sherlock Holmes and the Mysterious Case of the Bloody Mary. <laughs> I love Bloody Mary. No points uh, to be won in our first question of the evening. But do not fear. There are many more oh, lumbering around great. the corner. How do Heinz suggest you get ketchup out of their bottles quicker? You wiggle the pickle. You wiggle the pickle, you get the ketchup out quicker. No, it's true. You wiggle the, the pickle. The pickle. And that gets the ketchup On out the, the bottle. Heinz, I learned this when I was a waitress before I was a bouncer. <laughs> wow, so... natural career progression, I suggested. <laughs> I moved up in the world. So, you have a glass Heinz ketchup bottle. Yes. And on the Heinz ketchup bottle, there's a little pickle. Okay, so you can't stab it like a lot of people do. They try to put in a butter knife or a spoon or the back of a spoon or something. That doesn't work because okay. I've seen it fail a million times. Well, you're leaving this show with more so than you arrived what with, you actually you? have to do, you know, the rubber pencil trick, what you have to do is you have to put your thumb on the pickle in the end of the bottle <laughs> and you squeeze the pickle and then you wiggle it up and down like this and it comes out like butter. Yeah, that's a hundred percent wrong, Michelle. It's right. How do Heinz any waitress? How do Heinz suggest you get the ketchup out of the bottle quicker? <laughs> wow, that's disgusting. <laughs> I'm glad we got cameras in the room to capture this. You're suggesting you tap the bottom hard. Yeah. No. Apparently. <laughs> wrong. Well, let me suggest it's sexy, you. Sexy though. Well. <laughs> Wiggling the pickles better, Michelle. <laughs> Whichever way you decide to do it, the pickles on there, but your Heinz suggests that you tap the pickle so the pickles there to tap if you tap the pickle with your finger heinz suggest the ketchup yeah it's wiggling it out. no it's tapping it no wiggling involved you don't hold it like this and then tap it like that it'll fall out of your hands you have to wiggle it well apparently 11 percent of americans oh know this only 11 percent of america knows that You're you tap the pickle welcome no you got the question wrong you fall into the other completely 90, right 89 percent <laughs> To be fair, though, only 11% of Americans actually know who the president is at the moment, and most believe that Little Red Riding Hood is a Russian contraceptive. <laughs> there are no points <laughs> to be won as yet. The singer Ed Sheeran has a tomato ketchup label tattooed where? Where what? does he have that? Ed Sheeran. He's got that <sighs> tattooed on his body. Mm. The more detail, the better it will be on for you. On his belly button. You think... So Ooh. the ketchup bottle, actually, the lid of the ketchup bottle is his belly Yeah, button. so he can wiggle the pickle to get in the drink, so... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're obsessed. <laughs> Let's have ten minutes not involving pickles, shall we, just to get through this? I oh, know, it's sad, isn't it? Michelle, where do you think Ed Sheeran has a tomato ketchup label tattooed on his body? You're going to go, you're pointing, which is obviously really useful for radio. <laughs> Let, forearm on his forearm anyone in the background want to shout out Nathan head. says on the top of his head any thoughts um, anything you got there John you want to share with me pick a body part leg, leg. I'm going to give Lisa the points it was on his arm it's the inside of his left arm so the studio audience now has two points Miss Morris looks very unhappy with me why are you unhappy with this situation it's all about wiggling the pickle <laughs> I thought we all agreed we'd leave that alone for five minutes. No. Wow. I'm just thinking out loud here, but I don't think that was the perfect thing to do when he was drunk. But I've seen a photograph of it, and he could not look happier, even though it left a small bump. Oh, no. I actually referenced about eight Ed Sheeran songs. Did you really? Absolutely. I don't even know, I know one. 
He's just I don't. John Ginger-headed British guy. Can you tell tired. me one song he sings? Yeah, I've just listed eight. No, the title. I can't bump drunk. Uh, photograph. I uh, happier. Uh, what else have we got here? Thinking out loud. Really? Yeah, there's a whole. I don't series. know him at all. He's had about eight or nine number ones in this country. I just thought no. Shay's very popular. I think his uh, tour that he's just finished is the highest grossing tour in the history of music. He's made more money no. than anyone mm. else in the history of music on his current tour. But he has a Heinz ketchup label on the inside of his left arm. And Lisa was the closest. And the studio audience is yeah. currently in an assailable 2-0 lead. Heinz is 150 years old this year. So they're 100 years behind us in terms of episodes, of yes. course. But happy birthday to them very quickly what was the first ever product that heinz created it 57 tomato. sauce 57 sauce you think that too yep it was actually horseradish it was their first <gasps> my favorite. ever product 11 percent of americans of course refuse to eat it because it's made of horses <laughs> yes that's not true but i still love it this is why heather morris won't touch cocker van <laughs> Because of the van, right? Yeah, she hates vans. She's had some, some terrible experiences in the back of vans. Wow. This is getting away from me somewhat, it so is. let's draw this back again. On this day, in 1939, famous Hollywood actress Betty Grable divorced actor Jackie Coogan after just two years of marriage. Apparently, it never made it past the first fart or the purse. The pursed hip. The pursed heart. Yes, the pursed. <laughs> nothing better than a pursed tart, is there? The pursed tart. Yeah. I don't mind normal tarts, but I want mine pursed. I yeah. just yeah. slightly kind of. Pursed. I know how that works. That's how that works. Do you know who Jackie Coogan is? Yes. No. Would you like to share that with me? He's a gangster actor. Well, Jackie Coogan was the first gentleman who played Uncle Fester. In the Adams family. Oh, it's my favourite. I love it. And in recognition of the release of that today, the animated film actually came out today. I want to go see it. We're now going to have questions based on the bizarre, strange, and fascinating facts surrounding the Adams family. Are we? Oh. Are you more confident than Ketchup? Uh, yes. No, not really. Well, we'll but I see love it. how many points slip through your single fingers. I don't care. The Adams family were the first family to have what televised in their home. Now, several weeks ago. The Brady Bunch, we discussed, had no toilet in their house. But yeah. that's uh, not something we're aiming at tonight. So the Adams Family were the very first family on television to depict what in their home. Ooh. What do you think, Maurice? What are you going to Kissing go on the arms. Morticia. No, this is some sort of... This is an object. It's not... I'm not talking about ethnic kisses or anything else. This is... What did they have in their home for the first time televised? Bare skin rug. So you think for the first time in the history of television... Or a show, dragon. Oh, a dragon? <laughs> Every home should have one. Or a bare skin rug. Yeah, but my mom doesn't visit very often. <laughs> uh, we are definitely banning drinking in this studio. I thought I'd put some laws in place to do with the consumption. It's 250th, you can't. Fair play. I'm not going to argue with you. Your answer for the first time ever depicted on television. You've gone, you've spread your chips yeah. liberally on bearskin rug and dragon. <laughs> Isn't do, do, it right? Do you think your chances of getting this right are high or low at this point? Probably low, but ask me if I care. <laughs> well, this points are going to beg you, Michelle, if you wish to embrace the idea. They had a, a bed that they shared, they not had, two twin beds. That everyone was in the same bed. Yes. So for the and first time. And they had time, a Cleopatra. 
And they had a... What's a Cleopatra? The plant, she said. Oh, they had a plant as well. Well, let me give you some clues, and I'll... The first person to shout this out, and the studio audience can participate as well. Every family has probably a couple of these now. I got mine when I was 13. It was black and not very big. I spent hours on it and with it, playing with it every day. A magic eight ball. Much to my mother's consternation. Um... Anything you'd like to share? Anything else that you'd like to throw in there? I'll give you a clue as well. That Several years later, the Batcave then depicted one, but it didn't get there first. But the the Batcave for the Batman and Robin series actually had the second one of these. Does anyone want to jump in? They a bat? The Batcave. With a bat. I'm going to put you out of your misery. It was a home computer. They were the first family on television to show a home computer. This is going really well, isn't it? I don't well, remember that episode. Mm-mm. Everyone has a duck egg, apart from the studio audience, who managed to work out where Ed Sheeran had a yeah. tomato ketchup tattoo. I once punched my computer in frustration and broke my hand. I needed tech <laughs> knuckle support. Oh, God. No. God. Mm. Dang it. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. There will be points going, because I will persist with this until the correct answer... <laughs> is forthcoming though it originally aired in black and white what colour was the Adams Family wallpaper Miss Morris red you are going to go red Michelle Michelle's going purple blue Nathan goes blue it's not been uh, the correct answer's not been given yet orange green yellow keep going pink Miss Morris wins her first point (laughs) in the round that we call What's My Colour? Yeah, it was freaking pink. It was pink, even though the show was in black and white. It was your favourite. It was flock wallpaper. You'll be pleased Mm, to know. Love it. From the Latin word flocus, which means lightly haired, like the top Mm. of Nathan's head. There we go. Wow. I recently discovered that I was colourblind. The diagnosis came right out of the purple. (laughs) I don't get it. I love this show, what is Wednesday Adams' middle name? And the clue is actually... Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it is. Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> Thursday. Wednesday, Thursday. What is Wednesday Adams' middle name? What are you going with? Morticia. You're going with Tuesday. You are wrong. What are you going with? Morticia. Yeah, it's not Morticia. Any other thoughts? Lester. What's her middle name? Shout it out. Anything at Thursday. all. Thursday. No. Lester. Morning Glory. <laughs> Wednesday Morning Glory. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday our... dead, Wednesday, Wednesday dead. It's a day of the week. You just have a Wednesday, Saturday, Saturday, Friday, Wednesday, Monday. Michelle has won the points on the quiz. What's my day of the week? It is in Friday. Her name was Wednesday, Friday. My personal trainer asked me if I was flexible down at the gym. I said no. I could only make Wednesdays and Fridays. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no. Mm-mm. What was unique? about the suit Gomez Adams wore during the filming of the show. He was, of course, played wasn't meant for him. by the actor John Astin Michelle. Heather said it wasn't made for him. Who was it made for, then? Lurch. It was made for Lurch. That's going to be a big old suit. So what was interesting about the suit he wore, what was unique, I it wasn't his. I used to That's know right. this. You used to know this. So how long do I give you? Like 10 minutes? Yeah, where I'll no. be with... It was his own suit. Uh, it wasn't his own suit. It I'll wasn't you, Undertaker's. I'll give you a clue, because this has been a really painful couple of rounds yeah. for me, and no yeah. one scored hardly any points. Obscure questions do that. They Go. did something to his pockets. Oh, yeah. they sewed him shut because they didn't want him playing with himself. Um, <gasps> nope. <laughs> no, that's actually they true. They made him extra deep. Nope. Hold on. For photography? Yes. We learned that. 
sew up the pockets so people don't play <laughs> with themselves. It is true. Tuxedo pockets are sewn shut, so you can only pull your, I don't know what it is, but it's so you can't play with yourself. Really? You've got to leave the twig and berries alone, they sew the pockets Yeah, don't up. touch yourself. Oh. None of these things are true. What did you used to uh, do on set, do you think, that made them... Jingle change. Nope. Pocket watch. Well, I'll give you a clue. Well, if I give you a clue, Frog. we're pretty much done at this point. They lined his suit pockets with... Silk. Asbestos. Oh, what? He, he had a habit of putting a lit cigar oh. into his pockets. Oh, that's true. So I love him. They lined his pockets almost like oven gloves uh, back in the day to stop him oh, that's terrible. from having a few incidents and accidents on fire. So he would often end up wearing a blazer and a pair of flares. Oh, that's got to be not good for his health. Like um, my pants. Yeah, your pants are on fire, are they? No, they were made, made of asbestos. You've got asbestos pants. Three-year-olds from Wish.com. Sorry. Michelle walked into the studio. Where did you get your pants from tonight? Wish. And how much were they? $2.66. And what have you been complaining about since? <laughs> that three-year-olds really, made them. Really, really itchy. itchy. <laughs> <laughs> They're made of eyelashes from elephants. <laughs> you have pants with a lining made of elephants' eyelashes, apparently. <laughs> Who knew? Two dollars. That's a lot of elephants. <laughs> I just feel bad for all these elephants going along the plains of the Serengeti now squinting yeah. in the sun. All, all the sand in their eyes. That's right. I feel quite bad for them. That's but terrible. But your pants look great. They yeah. do look good. They do look good. Thank God for your elephant eyelashes lined pants. Oh, yeah. Good God. That was then. But this is now as we enter our favorite part of the show. It's the Malbec. We love the mailbag, and we've got a bit of a surprise coming in the mailbag. If you wish to write to me, I would love to receive your comments of support, as the whole team likes to read them. If you wish to go onto Facebook, more questions than answers with Adrian Lee, you can do that now and leave nice messages, and we will read those out. Sam, who's a good follower and friend <gasps> Hi, of the show. Hi, Sam. She has posted, hey, MQTA peeps. Hola. Where's my peeps? I've not had peeps for ages. I am peeps. Peeps. Last night's show was phenomenal. I don't think I could have snort laughed water on myself any harder. <laughs> nice. You're welcome. You guys and girls rock. I know exactly what part of the show that was. What yeah. was it? That I was forgot. the zombie skittles. Yeah. Oh. Where 10 minutes in, you suddenly went. I can't help it. It was gross. Was very, very funny. And uh, thank you for Lisa and John, of yeah. course, for providing yeah, those. Yeah, thanks, Lisa and John. I will thank you personally later. I'm going to read out one of Lisa's comments now in the third person like she's not in the room. Right. Lisa added, you could come and read this out. Lisa added, thank you for all of your great laughs tonight. I love this show. Oh, yeah. We love you. And now she's laughing thank in the you. studio with us. Diana posted, awesome show tonight, you guys were hilarious and the zombie skittles added so much fun to the show i do four Great. to five hours of work on this show but people <laughs> laugh at the zombie skittles apparently thank you for keeping us entertained on a friday night love you all Aww. now several weeks ago yeah. for our 250th anniversary special yeah i asked our listeners and followers if they'd like to tell me how they first listened to the show how oh, they first God. found us and I'm going to sit and read these out now. And all of these people follow the show. They're probably listening right now in our listening party. Are they good? Well, I'm not going to read the bad ones out. I send them <laughs> to my mother. <laughs> Catherine posted. I have listened to Dark Matter Radio for a long time. Okay. Then one Friday night, I was listening to Dark Matter with my headphones on. And I suddenly realized I was giggling in my sleep. 
<laughs> because of those silly laughing ladies. Yay! I've been hooked ever since. So we're Yay. even we're even funny in people's unconscious mind. Oh, bunk Thank drink you. just for bunk me. Drink. Bunk drink. Lorraine then added, "My son refers to this show as the laughing ladies." Oh, Ooh, I love bunk you, drink again. And the yep. unhappy, miserable Brit. <laughs> D said. Ooh, truth. D often, of course, comments and listens to the show. One Hi, night, D. after listening to Art Bell, I fell asleep and woke up. Why is everyone sleeping while we're doing this? Is it my voice? It's your intro. It's my intro, is it? <laughs> I'll try and be more jocular next time, shall I? For the 11% of Americans who can't focus on anything. <laughs> she said she fell asleep and woke up to the MQTA show. I woke from my sleep laughing. And laughed for the next 25 minutes. Oh, awesome. I then told my other half, Bill, that you guys were hilarious and we needed to start listening. And by the way, if Hi, I mention Bill. Bill's name, he's going to be beside himself happy, apparently. Bill, Bill, Bill. Hey, right. Bill. And he's Hi, on Bill. a promise tonight now, so uh, good luck with that, D. <laughs> Kathy posted, why? Question mark. Because Hi, I Kathy. love this show. To quote Thanks, Adrian. Kathy. It's so funny, but also endearing. Adrian and the team, you are all awesome. Don't ever stop. I need oh, this. It's oh. a joy, isn't it? Lorraine said, I found myself lying in bed. Everyone's lying in bed. Yeah. I've got this image Either of 100,000 people all around the world <laughs> with the lights out listening in bed. Nice. Lorraine said, I found myself lying in bed laughing my ass off nice. as I listened to Heather and Michelle laughing theirs off. <laughs> That's because we're drunk. I was in a twilight sleep, and as oh. I laughed, I became wide awake. And I've been hooked ever since. Oh, thank you, Lorraine. Thank you so much. Jill said she knew about the show because he raised her hand during a paranormal conference. That is true. There was 250 people in the room. I asked a question, and she was the only woman who put her hand up. And she looked very embarrassed, but that's Aww. how well, we thank first you. met. Yeah, that, was go, in, uh, that was somewhere like Iowa. I can't remember where Darn we were. Darn Down there somewhere. Uh. Catherine posted, I listen to the show live when I can, or on Patreon and SoundCloud. Aww, I love you. this show. Wow. Aww. And his books and this group. Thank you for all the laughs Yay. and the good times. Yeah. Remember, we're on Patreon. Do you want to discuss very briefly what's on Patreon and how people can contribute to the show? Trouble. Lots of trouble is, is on Patreon. Well, when you go to Patreon, what you're going to find is all of the episodes extra, extra earlier. Earlier than everyone else. And they have the Not For Your Mother segment in it, which is a naughty bit. A bit where we don't get to say it too much on Dark Matter, but we made a compromise, and now we get to be naughty. It's the adult part of the show. Yeah. It's the stories from around the world that we cannot read on air because they are full and, of adult material, but people say it's their favorite part of the show. And you can hear it first. Yes, if you go to patreon.com, search for MQTA Radio. We love all of your support of the show. That's it's a single right. dollar to listen to all of those. There's much, much more on there, and every cent of that dollar goes towards the studio, goes it, towards It our... actually helps to support the show. It does, it does. 100% yeah. true. I want to give a shout out to Hita, our good friend. <gasps> I love him. I love Hita too. In New York. We love all of your graphics and all of your work on the show. And Martin's gong. Yes. And Martin's gong. Hita said, I was poking around TalkStream when I came across what appeared to be two rambunctious women with sexy voices. Ooh. Who's oh, it? Was it you? <laughs> I, look like a, I look like a rambunctious woman, do I? Well. Torturing a decent British chap who was earnestly trying to put on a podcast. <laughs> He's now that, hasn't he? Yeah. The so show good. was over too soon, so I tuned in the following week. Sure enough, I was right. 
the first time. Oh. And then Rosemary added underneath that because he just suggested I check it out. It's been great fun ever since. Oh, thank you, Rosemary. Nice. So thank you for all of those people that contributed to comments on how they first found us for our 250th episode. You can catch us, of course, for the first time on a Friday night at 10 p.m. Central Time. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. Well, I was just going to say that not only would I like to thank those people, but I'd also like to thank our longtime contributors, both Martin, who supplied the gong. Yes, yes Martin's gong Amazing. of infinite knowledge. And a big supporter since the beginning has been Robin. Yes. So thank you, Robin. We love you, Robin. And you thank also you. got a nice little present. Oh, I did. You did. You're going to grab it now. But I'm not going to say who it's from because I don't know if he wants me to. But you got a little present in the post this week. Look at this. She's got a Sasquatch oh, Bigfoot lunchbox. Awesome. Look at this Sam Squatch lunchbox. You've got a Bigfoot. And is there a flask Fabulous. in there and everything? I don't know. I haven't opened it. I probably should. God, it's probably full of things. Oh, nope. I love it. Plenty of room for your lunch in there. So it's thank empty. you to the gentleman who sent Miss Morris Santa. her Bigfoot lunchbox. Yeah, he said, he said, he sent a message and he said, I know how you like Sam Squatch. So... <laughs> awesome you get a little present (laughs) of course we're on soundcloud you can catch the show on soundcloud.com if you go to mqta radio if you're listening now on soundcloud why not press the little orange love heart show us how much you love the show and of course the not for your mother section is on there as well you can catch us on all of our platforms itunes stitcher TuneIn, brussels sprouts brussels sprouts gas box spotify went according everything's there a froggy went according twitter you can find us on there we have a hundred thousand followers on twitter adrian underscore lee underscore tips we have lots of fabulous things on youtube yeah. if you search for adrian lee and mqta lots of outtakes funny moments you'll actually see us in the studio Don't and of course it. my books my latest book of course is ghosts and ufos connecting paranormal phenomena yeah. through quantum physics christmas is coming it yes. is i've got a lot of places i'm going to be selling my books i just thought you i'd share do. that for you if you're around tomorrow if you're around on saturday and you're in New Brighton. If you're in Minneapolis, you can come and find me at 1.30 p.m. I'm at the MUFON meeting in the New Brighton Centre. You can come along. It's $5 for non-members. We're going to be recording that for the TV as well. So there's my presentation and book signing tomorrow. The New Brighton Centre, New Brighton, 1.30 p.m. And you can come and find me there. I'll sign the books. I'm going to give my talk. I'm in a library as well on next Wednesday, 10 a.m. If you're around 10 a.m. in a place called On Alaska. I don't Wisconsin. know. How it's near, do you spell it's it? near Lacrosse on Alaska. <laughs> it's near Lacrosse. Next Wednesday, 10 a.m. If you want to catch me, I'm in the library giving a talk Excellent. on art and symbolism of the cemeteries. You can join us. And of course, the Curse of Oak Island is starting <gasps> up soon. 5th of November. It's been a long time. I believe it's the 5th of November. It Tuesday, is. 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. We're going to start our watch party again. So just a couple more weeks. I can't wait. Get booze. For that. Now, <laughs> this is everything in your life surrounding libations, isn't it? This is everything. Oak Island needs it. It does. Yes. You can't. You can't watch that dry, can you? No, no way. Gotta, Don't go in dry. No, Don't. You, Oak you, Island. Do not. <laughs> would be a bad, bad, bad day. idea. Now, as this is our 250th episode, I think I'd like to go back and visit. Some of our greatest moments oh, don't do it. in the history Mm-mm. of MQ. No. TA. No. So down by my left hand side right now on the floor as I'm reaching for it. Dang it. Oh God. I'm gonna have to look. Oh no. Oh jeez. I don't wanna. Can you see what I'm holding in my left hand? No. Jules! No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Return of the Jubes. It is. Return of the Jubes. Come on. Return of the Jubes. Oh, my God. You knew that they'd be back. Oh it's the Jubes. God. Now, we got these from the candy store this in Jordan. Bad. They're all the way from Japan. <gasps> the last time we had Jubes, which was probably about two years ago, can you remember the mess? Can you remember the What's disaster? What's I got high on these. Yes, yes you, you did. This I was did ridiculous. Too. I completely lost my... You should have four. Well, I'm going <laughs> to undo the jubes. Undo the jubes. Undo the jubes. Come on. Undo the jubes. I can't get the wrapper off. Chew them. I should have brought some scissors with me. Do you know what that sounds like to me? This is great for radio. I can't get them open. Keep going. Do it on your own. I'll be there with you in a minute. Has anyone got a pen knife? Jubes are square. And they taste like coconut. You've got to. Nathan has managed. I'm gonna decant these out as best I can. No, you gotta take your finger. Take your finger. All the juice will come out, and then you won't get none of the squidgy bits. Hang on. Afraid of the jube juice. Hang on. I have a spoon. I'm gonna decant these out. Everyone's gonna be trying. Should I read a story while you do the jube? No, I'm on top of this. Honestly. Why don't you take a mouthful? Jubes, Everyone's gonna get and you swish them about. I've got some shot glasses. Why are you doing a double split shot glass with jubes? <laughs> just seemed appropriate. This is wrong. Anybody who's a drinker and would see this on camera, yeah, you would cry. Hang on a, a second. Lot. I'm gonna pass these yes. around. Somebody's gonna choke and die. And well, I'm sure we're not. Let's this, is, this is why. We have Jube. our attorney with Jube. us right now. Jube, 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 Jube. Hang on. The, the per- Jube, Jube, Jube. Why don't you explain hey, to our... Jube, 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 Jube. <laughs> wow. Why don't you explain, good God, to our not... listeners... We've not even we've not even we've not even broken the tubes yet. Oh god. We've not even broken the tubes, man. Oh I had too much fun doing that. Oh god. <laughs> Why didn't you explain yeah. what jubes actually are? Why didn't? Because I'm going to eat some. <laughs> I can't read it. The packages the... in Chinese. fermenting coconut juice. They're flavored with a berry that is a flavor with straw. Get them down, you boy. And they don't actually taste like a coconut. But I think my jube is stuck in the funnel. They're not that bad. Only get the jube juice Heather, rub and the squidgy square thing so, that look like a coconut. As much as it pains ah. me, I've done three lines of jubes right now. <laughs> Woo! Oh, very sticky, very slimy. Go behind okay. and between your finger like... Would you like to read, Michelle, what that says? No! <laughs> I have a packet oh, oh of Harry God. Potter's God, gross. Bertie Bot's beans. Oh, God. Do you remember... When you first got to taste this, Michelle, this was your first ever episode yeah. three years ago. Can you remember what episode that was? Episode 70. And? Of season two. Yes. So you're not going to look. I just want you to pick one out. We're going to play Russian roulette. Everyone's playing this, by the she way. She should take two. You're Michelle, just hold your hand out. 
Oh, you got What were your flavors? Uh, first, I got grass, and I thought it was gin and tonic. Then I got sausage and dirt. Yay! And then the Yay. final kicker. Just take one. No reading the packet. Just take one. Yeah, don't and I'll look. go around the room. Earwax. You've and got a choice. And that made me Hold throw on. up. Hold Just on. take one. It's like Russian roulette. Now that we're doing the anniversary, in a way, of Michelle, yeah? Yes, this is Okay. Right. So while we're all doing this, before you take this, I can I do my first story? Well... Because it has to do with Harry Potter. Excellent. Go on, then. Jump in. Win yourself some points. In the round of so ghosts... So, before you so do... So, just, just hold back on the, the beans. beans. Okay. Don't eat it. You're not meant to eat it, Nathan. Ah, this is the point. Just so you know, Harry Potter spells can summon evil. 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 A private Catholic school in Nashville has claimed that the Harry Potter books contain actual, actual spells and curses. I curse you, you buggers. I've got God as my armor. Do I look worried? Well, I could go through the gates of Hades. Well, a little. St. Edward Catholic School in Tennessee, which teaches children up to the eighth grade, has taken steps to remove every copy of J.K. Rowling's popular book series from its library because its pastor... Reverend Dan Rahal <laughs> believes that they contain wow. actual spells capable of summoning evil. 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 The jubes are kicking Spirits. in. Do you want to know why? Yeah. I shall tell you as you let your beans melt in your hand. <laughs> Honestly, my hands are on the table. <laughs> These books oh, we go. present magic. <laughs> magic. As what, well, con what country was this? It's in America. <laughs> the U.S. In of the Amoeba. southern region. Somewhere's where they don't allow the Potter books. Look at her face, look. I know, right? <sighs> they represent both good and evil. But it's not true. Them there Duke boys have been up to no good. But in fact, it's a clever deception which you would never see before your eyeballs. <laughs> the curses and spells used in these books are actual curses and spells because I looked them up in the encyclopedia, which when read by a human being as opposed to a dog or canine, we have reading dogs in Britain. You're way behind the times. Being risk of conjuring evil spirits into the presence of a person reading a text or words on a page. Mm -hmm. I'm following. Follow this seems like it. a lot of hard work for two points. The Harry Potter series, which has often drawn criticism from religious groups due to its portrayal of wizards, witches, and the occult, is well known for its often dark spells, including the infamous Avakadavra, or something like that. Killing curse, because I've said it many times to you, Mr. Lee, but it doesn't work. And crucial! <laughs> crucial! It means that you have a pain in your groin. Oh, in your groin? That's or... very odd because it's in my neck and arm right now. <laughs> Which is used to torture an unfortunate subject. I would consider you fortunate. All of these, however, are purely fictitious and utterly meaningless to the real world. This hasn't stopped St. Edward Catholic School from removing them from its shelves, though. Reverend Dan Rehill, Rihel, I don't know what his name is, said, well, within this authority to act in that manner, each pastor has 
Oh, I well, don't Hannah, know what the, the tubes are kicking in. She can't breathe. Do you want us to help you with you the long words? You gave me too many tubes, man. It was the tubes, man. Was, I don't remember the 60s, man. We and Kiefer had too many tubes, man. And then on our third album, right, we wrote a song just about tubes. I'm still touching my beans. Hold on. Oh, my. I swapped mine for a cow. Oh, shoot. One of my beans Whoa. fell off. Well, let's go with what you've got. Is there an end to this story? Hold on, by hold on. I bought my mic because I'm so excited. So, uh, each pastor has a can of knuckle. What, a can of knuckles? You're going to get a can. You're going to open up a can of knuckles. A can of, a can of knuckles. Don't you make me come over there and give you a can of knuckles. <laughs> Down here, they a can of knuckles, boy. Joey Mosley. Can I move on at some point? I've got a show to do. Authority to make such decisions for... Oh, wait, that was in an accent. <laughs> authority Jeez, the ability to make you lose to your motorcycle skills. Such decisions for his parish goal. Perfect. Uh, superintendent of oh, schools of the Catholic Diocese in Nashville said, there you go, Nashville, you suck. Okay. <laughs> Potter now, world. We have our beans in front of us. I've missed my bean fell off. <laughs> Michelle, pick one of the coloured beans. Explain which one you're going to go for right now. It's like Russian roulette. You've got all different colours there. Pick one. I have green. You're going to go, well, let's... One that looks like a storm. The bar's shut at 11, so let's crack on and choose one, shall we? I think this one looks like vomit. Okay, well, don't choose that one, then. I should do it for Just the stuff show it in, go. She's going for one that's Roulette, kind of go. brown. Well, how would you describe that? No. Oh, yeah, that's vomit. <laughs> good call. That's a good one. That's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> Morris, what <laughs> colour's your... Give me a your... juke. <laughs> Give you a juke. <laughs> yep, she's vomiting. You can have some of my juke. <laughs> Well, I, I got a white one. Let's go, see how this goes. Didn't go quite as well as I would have hoped. Mine tastes like it's a wax crayon. You're, you've got the wax. You've got earwax, haven't you? I don't know what it is, but Nathan, it's not great. Are you gonna? What colour's yours? Oh, white. Fuck. Yep, you've oh. both chosen badly. Oh. You've chosen poorly. What flavour's oh yours, God. Nathan? How would you describe that? Three people are vomiting right now. <laughs> yep, Nathan's gone as well. I bet that makes you want to try yours, doesn't it? What colour's that, John? You've got white as well. That's a good thing we all got this on video. <laughs> I've got three people vomiting in front of me. Oh, Jesus. That went badly. What flavour's that, John? Lisa, what colour was yours? Go for it. What's the blue one? Oh, God. There's some water if you uh, need it. Oh, alcohol. I'm scared it'll swish it around. <laughs> Blueberry. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Mine's oh. yellow, so I'm going to go with that. Oh, God. Oh. Yes, yeah, lemon. Lovely. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> wow. <sighs> that went badly Nathan. for quite a few people there, didn't it? Well, I'm going to read a story out in the round that is Ghosts and Haunting. These are awful, you. A woman has told how a fortune teller correctly predicted she had a secret brother. Oh. Michelle Morrow, 41, from Washington, was a teen when she stumbled across a tape recording of a psychic telling her mum, Marling, 67, that her husband, Edward, 76, had a son from a previous marriage. Stunned by the revelation, Michelle confronted her parents, only to be told the mystic 
was a fake. <laughs> You've no idea what's going on in the background. These people just No, I'm up. concentrating on not puking. Yeah. However, 29 years later, Michelle took a DNA test and discovered she did in fact have a sibling called Tim 51, proving the clairvoyance seemingly outlandish claims to be correct. It was summer of 95. I was 16 and driving my younger sister Jenny to work in our mum's car. We put a cassette tape into the player expecting to hear the Beatles or Elvis, but we were confused to hear our mum's voice. We realised we were listening to a recording of my mum and her friends talking to a fortune teller. There was some talk about tarot cards, and then we heard the woman say, This is your husband's second marriage, isn't it? Mum denied Dad had a child and told me not to bring it up again. I pretty much put the whole thing out of my mind until 25 years later. Jenny then bought me a 23andMe DNA test for my 40th birthday, and the results were in. I then discovered that I had a half-brother. The memory of the fortune teller hit me like a ton of bricks. I visited my mum and told her about the DNA match. The moment of silence between us seemed to last forever. Then my mouth fell open. As she said with excitement, no way. I'd been looking for him and I stood there in shock. Psychic, prove right or a complete shh. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. What have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings, Michelle? Halloween costumes. It's Halloweenus. I love Weenus. <laughs> More jubes, madam. I love jubes. Wow. Forget dressing up as a witch or zombie this year. The daring trend of glitter boobs is set to be all the rage, but with a spooky twist. Many people have been sharing their photos of their breasts adorned in sparkly designed themes on the scary celebration. Really? Bold designs include pumpkin glitter boobs. Every day of the week. Otherwise known as the most impractical Halloween costume of all time. Wow. What? Certainly not for the faint of heart. Glitter. What if you get glitter in your eye? That'd be bad, wouldn't it? Can you imagine such one? I can think has of it, worse things. Has it ever happened to you? Yeah. What, getting glitter in my eye? Yeah, last week, right? Well, I always take a spare <laughs> shirt with me. I don't want to get glitter on my shirt, do I? Were you at a strip club? Wow. Who, me? Yeah. Terrible things. I went and saw Bridget the Midget. So I'd share that oh, with boy. You. I had a story about her. You remember that one? Yeah, she yeah. had a fight. The yeah. reason she was... She was a bit rowdy. Bridget the Midget. She can't take rowdy. a drink. That's the problem. That's true. I'd, I'd like to talk about my boobs now. Well, go for it. Glitter fanatics are getting... I get the feeling it's the elephant's eyelashes in the room. (laughs) Glitter fanatics are getting in the mood for Fright Night with this seriously outrageous pumpkin-themed body art. Many of orange sequins and the signature jack-o'-lantern smirk. You've got to have orange sequins, haven't you, for Halloween, surely? There's no denying that this experimental costume is a work of art all in its own right. Meanwhile, the beauty gurus at Go Get Glitter have also created their own spider boobs look, created from artfully placed jewels. This look is un- understandably not for the faint of heart and requires someone with bags of confidence. Oh, I see what you what? Yes. Meanwhile, why not try skull or skeleton boobs for the big day, which are also doing the rounds. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh. The online store has posted an Instagram picture detailing how to get the wacky new look. First, you outline two skulls with black body paint, then fill in the shapes and add a spot of red to create the hollow eyes and nose. Finally, add a sprinkle of iridescent sparkles, and voila, you're good to go. 
Will you lead this score with more than you arrive with? If yeah. you go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, you can see that glittery Halloween boob story in full. Do I have time to squeeze one more in, Morris, if I make yeah. it a quick? <gasps> Russians selling fortune-telling tortoise $70,000 with owner claiming it can successfully predict the scores of football matches. Remember Paul the Octopus and maybe Mystic Marcus the Micropig? Well, say hello to Donatello the tortoise who could be yours for almost $70,000. That's right, the latest psychic animal to apparently predict the outcome of various sporting events has emerged and is on the market. Donatello can reportedly call football matches by walking up to a piece of paper with the winning team on it. You just have to wait a week, that's all. (laughs) Really? Owner Alexei from southeast Russia claims the reptile has extrasensory abilities and has won $2,000 so far through bets as a result of Donatello's predictions. But now, the two-year-old, named after one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, is understood to be up for sale on social media for 3 million Russian rubles or just shy of $70,000. Alexei said the principle is simple. You write the names of the football teams on pieces of paper and the tortoise will go to the winning side, so you need to bet on that result. However, he added, my family urgently needs the money, therefore I have decided to part with my beloved tortoise. It is unclear why Alexis does not use... What was what? Did you say tortoise? It's a tortoise. Tortoise. What did you think it was? It's a tortoise. A tortoise. It's a tortoise. It's a tortoise. And this is what it's all. Not a tortoise. It's a tortoise. It's a tortoise. It's a tortoise. It's always funny, isn't it, when an American corrects an Englishman's English? It sounds about French, doesn't it? It is unclear. I'm sure the French have a word for it. (laughs) It is unclear why Alexei does not simply use Donatello's alleged psychic skills to raise his funds. (laughs) According to reports, no one had responded to his advert yet, willing to shell out. Oh, (laughs) no, you did. For the tortoise from Russia with love or heavens above, you decide go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. We've got one more story in the barrel on our 250th celebratory jube-filled episode, Miss Morris. What have you got for me? Oh, I'm going to say bunk on yours. <gasps> if you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, can we add vomiting to that, by the way? Oh, God. Yeah, There's three absolutely. people in the studio. That have... was fun. Yeah, nothing funnier than vomiting, is there? <laughs> All right. Uh, Here we go. Are I you ready? I thought Nathan had a weak stomach, but he was throwing it just as far as you. Here we go. <laughs> A Bigfoot investigation group has revealed a grainy black and white image taken in North Carolina. The photograph, which was snapped on the banks of Lake James, thank you, James, was taken during a sighting of a strange humanid. Hominid. (laughs) Humanid. Humanid. And it humanid out. Wow, I'm sticking. Who was skulking, whatever that means, in the trees. Skulking was a teenage Sasquatch, wasn't it? (laughs) His mum had taken away his Xbox because he hasn't tidied his room. In the trees at around 2 a.m. last Saturday, the group Bigfoot 911, because they couldn't think of an original name, has long been involved in the investigation of the Bigfoot phenomena. I locked right into this creature. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and she's, got, I, she's got a whole series of, you know, accents then, from A through to B. And then I knew immediately it was one of them big feet who had the big feet and he had some hair. And he was rather tall and he was skulking through them there woods. And I said, don't look. 
don't look. But it was too late. At she my looked. feet and the toe jam there <laughs> in lies in between my toes. That's what I said. I said, I locked it right onto the creature. This creature, I knew immediately it was one of them big feet. He had big feet. And then I said, he was standing the there. The, the, the clue is in the name, isn't it, to be fair? And it's then, a giveaway, isn't it? And then he was standing there, and he was watching me with those eyeballs, because he had big ones, and those eyeballs. And then he was swaying back and forth like, mm-hmm, like this in the trees. And you could hear those leaves rustling, and he's going, mm-hmm. And then he ordered a prize of Mac. Yep. And then I guess he felt safe. Because he married my daughter. The four of us were then in a boat, and he was on shore, and he was waving at me like "Hi, y'all." <laughs> no, he really didn't do that. I added he that did, part. He didn't wave at all. You're just making stuff up now. <laughs> lasted for approximately five minutes. Before that. Oh my God! If you guys can see the video. That's hilarious. Oh, the sighting lasted for approximately five minutes before the creature disappeared into the trees. Nice. <gasps> I almost wish I was there. I know. I didn't feel we were in any sort of danger, so I didn't get my gun out with the double barrel and the shock butt shot. Whatever. You're not an expert on guns, are no, you? I can tell. Oh, no, Give me one of them shock butt guns. <laughs> You know, those Bigfoot, they are curious creatures. They have eyeballs and fur Yeah, they're toes. so curious. We see them everywhere. They want to watch us like some sort of voyeur in the windows. Okay. That's mm. because Bigfoots yeah. are curious. They want to know what we're up to. But also, they want to they wanna get away from us, so they're kind of speedy big feet. Okay. So they're fast. So they're curious, but they're a bit nippy. Yeah, kind of like a road runner. They They're the Roadrunner Bigfoot of the Southern North Carolinas. This is why you never see one. What That's we right. need is an Acme van full of rockets and bombs. The best way to catch one is to paint a tunnel on the side of a mountain, would be my advice, and watch it run in. Something to do with an anvil. They don't want to engage with us at all. So you've got to watch out for those big feet because they like to watch you. Somebody's watching you. This is a public information system. Service. So if you get kidnapped by a Bigfoot, you've only got yourself to blame. It was a show made up of jube juice and oh. jelly beans and copious amounts of drinking. I'm amazed we got through it without any incident I am too, yeah. or accident. We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother, which means you've come and found us on one of our platforms. So thank you for being tech savvy and coming to search for us. Yeah. If you're listening on any of our platforms right now, you can write us a little bit of a review or you can press the little orange love heart if you're on soundcloud or you can cut and paste the link and share it on your social media and share tell the us. whole wide world that you're currently listening to the only paranormal news yeah. quiz show anywhere in the world if your mother's of a nervous disposition if you have small children in the room they need to be removed would now be a good time to tell everyone that i've got palpitations from eating the jubes not where really. where are they? Where's my palp in my heart? Where, 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 what, what? Where's the midgets? <laughs> Sending the midgets. Sending the clowns. You've been... <laughs> wow, well to bring everyone down. Where I don't know the rest of it. I just <laughs> there ought to be clowns. Clowns. Something about clowns. Clowns. <laughs> Hello, 
Hello, darkness, my <laughs> old friend. Clowns. <laughs> After the high of the jubes, it was only a matter of time before we crashed and burned. <sighs> it's happening as we live and breathe. I'm, I'm coming down hard. Yeah, that's a big down after the jubes, isn't it? Wow. Well, I have a story that's dying to get out. It says, right. nurse pretended woman's vagina was a ventriloquist dummy in front of her colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going back in the box. I'm you not, are the I'm box. I'm not going back in the box. <laughs> a nurse examining a vulnerable patient in front of colleagues made it appear her vagina was talking. A professional hearing How? was told he threw his voice, apparently. No, no, no. How? Did he put um, his hand in it? Well, no, it wasn't. Let me describe this for you in graphic detail. Super glue the fingers to them. William Kennedy was examining the woman, referred to only as patient A. Surely patient V would have been a better way of doing this. For abdominal discharge in front of three colleagues Uh. when he pulled her labia apart and said, Hello, my name is patient A. Treating her labia like a puppet. A nursing and midwifery council, the NFC panel heard i don't remember that in the muppets didn't see that that must be on the dvd extras i guess yeah but when he was subsequently questioned kennedy played down the offense saying it had been blown out of all proportion an (sighs) nmc hearing said in cardiff the 58 year old who was prosecuted over the incident was said to have been blasé when discussing what had happened with the panel noting that kennedy had been described as justifying and minimalizing the offence, describing it as having been blown out of proportion, relying on the absence of sexual motivation and his own sexual orientation. He is said to have said what happened was the result of a failure to take his medication. <laughs> and a socially awkward situation, really? which he even tried to blame on those in the room. He was just trying to make the room laugh, apparently. The other Ooh. people in the room were to blame as they were enablers. Despite there being no further issues about Kennedy's nursing practice, a number of concerns raised about the level of his insight regarding his conviction when discussing the incident with his probation officer saw him referred to by the NMC. He's not practicing now, apparently, but he still likes to keep his hand in. If you wish to see the ventriloquists act... On the vagina, you can visit our Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers, with Adrian Lee, and you can see no. the story for yourself no. in full, plus three no. minutes of rather amusing video. No. Miss Morris, what have you got for me now in the round of Not For Your Mother? The Grouch. You've got oh, the Grouch. The Grouch. Yeah. Christmas just around the corner, 12 weeks away. No, something. that's the Grinch. Yeah, come on, oh, man. I'm sorry. I thought the Grinch was com- something completely different, I have to say. Well, what I've got is the designer creates shocking thigh gap jewelry because I'll never wear that crap. Thigh gap jewelry. To highlight you women's... You dream there's a gap between your thighs. Exactly. Oh. I said it. I don't want it. It's unhealthy. It I don't it's need gross. it. It's gross. you got to let it breathe. It's nasty. Unless you're seven and anorexic, you shouldn't have it. No. no. 
Unless you're wearing your elephant eyelash <gasps> lined itchy pants. Three dollar well, pants. He created jewelry to highlight women's unhealthy obsession with super skinny legs, which is disgusting. Everything's disgusting. It's all disgusting. It's disgusting, you're disgusting. The whole thing's disgusting. The whole thing's disgusting. I'm never gonna have that. If any of you listeners out there are fantasizing about it, it's not gonna happen because I leg press over four hundred and fifty pounds. It's not gonna happen. Wow. Yeah. Just saying. I feel as if we're learning a lot more about Monster. I'm just saying. I'm strong. Squish a coconut. You know, it's whenever she has a drink. <laughs> Crack a coconut. <laughs> Maybe a watermelon. <laughs> You're squashing a watermelon between your thighs, are you? It happens. Okay. <laughs> Tis the season. She where... can't go back to Walmart. No. There's a picture of her on the wall in the office. Watermelon squasher. <laughs> Clean up on aisle two. Gallagher. <laughs> well, the thigh gap is increasingly becoming one of the most worrying body aspirations for young women. Well, thankfully, I'm not young either. Well, kind of. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> middle age, whatever. Is there a story I have in issues. Here? <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now, a jewelry website appears to be catering to the trend, selling bespoke gold chains designed to hang in the space created by two concave thighs. So kind of like you just have balls with tassels and hair. Well, okay, and just what every woman stuff. wants. Apparently, because you want to show that stuff off. The piece is created by So Kyung Bay of Singapore. If you say that three times, a genie will appear and we'll yeah. get away. <laughs> For company TGAP, retail between $175 and $195. The 18 karat gold, and I'd melt it down to make a nice ring. Plated pieces are designed as chains that loop around the tops of the thighs, dangling a gold tassel between the thighs. I don't need that there. A bizarre jewelry seems to be created with scrawny thigh-hide women in mind. That's right. Thank you. I love that descriptive word, scrawny. Scrawny thigh-hide women. They shouldn't happen. You should be able to crack a walnut in between that business. Anyway. Rather than the vast majority of women whose legs touch above the knee, and they should, and you should be able to, and you should be able to squeeze his ears in between his eyeballs. <sighs> That's how Nathan broke his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Encouraging this type of body shape may seem extremely concerning, but T-Gap is not all that it appears to be, apparently. So don't encourage your girls to have a thigh gap because I've also heard it's bad for you to drop your phone into the toilet. <laughs> Just saying. Who'd have thought thing. that having fat fires would be fantastic news for those need not tassels. dropping phones in toilets? You need something to stop your iPhone from going in. True. So well, again, you leave this show with more than you arrive with. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? If a hot water bottle just isn't doing the trick anymore, you can now buy a four-foot-long penis-shaped pillow. Four foot? What's that, an elephant? Just going to bed with a golf bag would do the job, wouldn't it? To see you through the long winter nights. Very long winter nights. Does it warm up? Because that's what I'm obsessed with. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I want a cold one. I need a one. hot penis. <laughs> I'm sure there's men in prisons all over the world right now. Oh, putting yeah. Pen to paper. <laughs> Maker's Firebox claim the novelty cushion called Pierre. Oh, it's French. I love it. Pierre. Is, is here to keep you warm on the long, lonely nights. The e-tailer responded to calls for an even bigger pier, as shoppers weren't satisfied with the existing sizes on offer, adding, you like it large, and we get that. So, can I ask a question? Of course. Is it a hard pillow or a soft pillow? <laughs> <laughs> I think it starts well, out. It starts out <laughs> soft. <laughs> It's made of memory foam. <laughs> memory foam pillow. Yeah. <laughs> These things need to be known. Okay. Oh, You're doing research for Christmas, are you? Jumbo Pierre, the body pillow, now joins the existing range of the world's smallest Pierre the penis. Pierre the penis pillow, and even a giant Pierre the penis. This larger-than-life version will set you back 40 pounds. Mm. 60 bucks, yeah. 70, 70 dollars. But did we mention how adorable he is? Pierre is described as, we've supersized everyone's favorite adorable penis just to suit you. Wow. Don't worry, he's still got his cute little face. Is it comfortable though? I mean, would you toss and turn and eventually get off or would you uh, <clears throat> struggle? I mean, Wow. What's wrong with you? What? Hang on a second. I've spent the last 20 minutes here in nothing I'm but at filth. least logical. You're logical, are you? That's a yeah, sad Yeah, I out. need to know if he's hard, if I can wrap my leg over, or if my leg's going to sink in, you know, my walnut crushing leg. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing actions? People can't see the actions. Yes, they can. <laughs> Patreon, it's yeah. for you. <laughs> If you wish to see Miss Morris doing those actions, you need to spend a dollar. That's a hundred cents well spent. You can't yes. even buy a Mars bar. Come see my walnut crushers. He must have been flaccid before because now he's four feet of pure magnificent shaft. Oh, wow. Is it a furry pillow or is it vinyl? It's furry. Furry. Yeah. It's currently on our furry. Facebook wall. One of my favorite words. Really? I like assiduity, <laughs> but do continue. Quite possibly the biggest dick in the world, Jumbo Pierre will keep you warm no. on long, lonely nights for as long as you need him. And there's long, cold, lonely nights in Minnesota. I will tell you yes. that right now. That is true. Firebox adds the Pierre pillow is designed for cuddling, Heather. And shoppers <gasps> are snapping up the giant appendage. With the online store confirming they sell a penis-themed item once every two hours. Yikes. I need one. There's a Somebody bell they Somebody me up here. Wow, you want that, do you? Push through the letterbox? Yeah. You're going to get that stuffed in your mailbox, are you? Yeah. Wow. For Christmas. Special delivery. I wow. love it. Put a ribbon around it. Mm -hmm. Call it good. Tie around the ribbon. Tie around a ribbon, old okay. Oak tree. It, no, it's not the same thing, is it? That's Dawn. <laughs> they sang Knock Three Times on the ceiling if you want oh, me as well. And it. Tony Got Orlando, it. I think his mm. name was. Hot, warm, French willy, or don't be so silly. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. We've had a lot of good ideas for Christmas so far. We do, We've got your yeah. Fire Gap jewellery. Yeah. We've got Pierre the French 
four-footer. Four-foot pillow. French four-footer. <laughs> you don't often get those words in the same sentence, do you? No. <laughs> well, Christmas just got a lot kinkier. Oh. Yeah. As you can now count down to the big day with a new sex toy every morning. Really? Oh. Love Honey has released a sex toy advent calendar, meaning that couples can enjoy a very Merry Christmas. I bet you wish you celebrated Christmas now, don't you, Nathan? No. Love Honey <laughs> is a $160 sex toy advent calendar which contains $350 worth of kinky treats. What Ooh. if you're by yourself? Do you have to have a partner? I think you can explore a lot of these treats on your own. Oh. I've had lots of moments, but they've mostly been on my own. The bumper box includes everything you need to heat up things in the bedroom, including bondage gear. I'm not sure you could tie yourself to the bed, but you could try. And cheeky items like super sexy Christmas crackers and all to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Or not. Behind each door of the sex toy advent calendar is a fun item to help couples ding dong merrily on high from December the 1st to Christmas Eve. The sequences of gifts has been choreographed to build up erotic tension for mind-blowing finale just before Christmas Day. The whole collection is packaged in a giant luxury box with windows numbered from 1 to 24, just like a normal advent calendar. I lost my stories. Well, it's going to be interesting when I come to you in about 30 (laughs) seconds. The package includes the best-selling $90 WeVibe Unite Couples Vibrator, as well as toys for both of you. Our research shows that Christmas is the most passionate time of a year for couples. There you go. The man's a fool or calm in my face, fool. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Morris. Yeah? What do you have for me in the final story? I don't know. It's on the floor. You've dropped them on the floor, haven't you? I've had a great time. Happy 250th. Yes. Nathan is collecting your stories for uh, you as we speak. He's our attorney. You need a paper clip or he's just co- that's just cost you two hundred bucks, you know that. No, it's cost you two hundred bucks. It doesn't cost me nothing. He's been thinking about your case and it's just cost you two hundred bucks. No, it's cost you two hundred yeah. I see what's happened there. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's our do last it. story of the two hundred and fiftieth episode. And I saved it for the best. There you go. You ready? Yes. Get the bucket. Bucket. Well, it's Michelle who keeps throwing up. I, I my stomach seems to be quite strong in these Therefore, areas. Therefore, I've done it for her. Well, you're a lucky girl, haven't you? And she us. should be anorexic in theory, shouldn't she? Give her more beans. I don't care, jubes. Here it goes. A former British Marine has become the first person to drink a cocktail using his own mummified toe. After losing it to frostbite during a race in the Yukon. So, yes, he wrapped his tongue around the end of his toe after it fell off and was rotted. And he said, mmm, tastes so sweet. And I love it. I want it in some sangria. And I want it in some amaretto sour. So good. And when it touched my lips, I, I was a little repulsed, but I was like, mm, I like flicking my tongue on <laughs> that, <laughs> on the end of my toe. It was so good. God, that's an interesting shade, Michelle. <laughs> wow. What would you call that? Sage or avocado? <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's go and get a Menard's paint chart. There must be a name for that. Well, to go further, after losing Olive. three toes during the extreme 300-mile-long oh. winter mm. marathon, Nick Griffiths from Bolton returned to Yukon to take the first drink containing his own amputated big toe, he said. Is it mm. better to drink your own or someone else's, do you Big think? boy. Give me that big toe jam, I love. Look at her over there, look. Sucking it up through my gap in wow, my two you, front Catherine teeth. Wow, Catherine Hepburn, look at it. There's no Oscar in this. It's so good. And this year's Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress <laughs> goes to Heather Morris for her part in MQTA. While in the hospital, a nurse showed him a video of the sour toe cocktail, which is Michelle's favorite challenge, a tradition from downtown hotel in Dawson City, Yukon. We've always thought about doing it, but nobody wanted to give up their big toe. He's not in Toronto, then. The 47-year-old decided to donate his toes to the hotel. He said, here, take them. I don't need them anymore, and I need a drink. After learning, they were experiencing a shortage of toes because people... No, really. Let's go to Toes R Us. ...had either accidentally swallowed or eaten them on purpose. Give me that toe jam, that nice bacon toe jerky. I feel the, bad for the them because sinew. they'll never they'll never be able to experience the joy of a flip flop, will they? That's what I'm suggesting right now. If you've lost your big toe, there's only flip flip-flops, flops are out. You're just on flop. Flip. You're on flop. <laughs> Look at my flops. Look, if I had a big toe, I'd be able to. Have, of course, invented by the French Canadian mm. Philippe Flop. Oh no. Mm. It took six weeks to be mummified with rock salt. That's how long you have to keep your toe in salt if you want to have it in your drink. And I think we totally should for Halloween. Who wants to give one up? Come on, you got ten. I'm Let's happy go. with my toes. I don't want to give I them up. I thought you were going to be saying you're happy with giving up one of your toes. Yeah, okay. I got what could possibly ten. go wrong? Let's get some garden shears and some ice. We'll be fine. Have some more jubes. Wow. Oh, tell me if this hurts. Last night, Mr. Griffiths became the first person to drink a cocktail containing the toe at a launch party oh held my. at the hotel. He said it wasn't as bad as you think. It would be more like a lump of ice. Just plop. Does it sink or with float? With toe prints yeah, and a nail and perhaps oh! some jam. Oh, like I've got a corn plaster in my... And when it touches your lips, you kind of have to push back a little bit because you want to make sure not to... You don't want to dribble, do you? Or make a noise. That'd be terrible. So when you slam it, you can't actually purse... You know, you can't have your lips open because that toe might go in. So you actually have to kind of put your lips together a little of... bit because if that... You need to you know, purse that toe, them. Yeah. Because if the toe comes in, you might accidentally swallow it, and then you might have to fish it out the next morning. Have you ever sucked a toe? But... Has that ever happened? No. Tonight you're I lucky. Don't like feet. You don't mm. like feet. Apparently, Michelle doesn't <laughs> like feet. The toe exact. <laughs> the toe looked exactly as it was the last time I had seen it. You know when foot. it was on my That's foot. Right. Yeah, in a flop. Nice. With a flip. 
The you could share them, couldn't you? If you'd lost a toe, you could share them with someone else. Would you like a lost... pinky, or do you like the one that's a little more meaty? On the, you know, oh! next to the pinky toe. <laughs> Just show it the pen. Or do you like the big, fat one? I you always know, prefer, the big I prefer toe. a big, fat one, to be honest yeah. with you. The tradition was first started when, with a toe that had been amputated due to frostbite, which we learned about. If you ever listen to our archives, which you totally should, why aren't you there? And they said for them to get another big toe, because people have been gnawing on it and needing it, was amputated due to frostbite, was the mother lord. Lord, lord. The mother load. You know, the mother lord. The mother lord. Bow <laughs> to the mother lord. <laughs> You minions. Don't happy even look me in the eye. Happy 250th. I'm having fantastic I am time. the mother lord. I'm going to wipe your face by licking a handkerchief and rubbing it on you. No, no. Anything but that. He said the hotel often take donations of amputated toes. Well, that's really nice. So if you ever have one that just happens to fall off, you should probably send it to that hotel and impose a 200 $2,500 fine to anyone who accidentally swallows one. Yes. You know, that in case you, you take a shooter and it just kind of swallows down your throat hole. That's going to hurt twice, isn't right, it? Right, Michelle? Gonna, if you had a you know, if it kind of sliggers down there like a some sort of maggot oh. with a <laughs> heavy skeleton system. What? A maggot <laughs> with a heavy skeleton system. That's a shrimp. <laughs> Surely, that's an exos. That's a, a maggot with a heavy skeleton system. A shrimp, and it goes down your throat hole, <laughs> and then you have to pay two thousand five hundred dollars, and that sucks. Or wait an hour. Mister Griffith what... said, "I think my daughters get a little fed up with hearing the story so much. They go." Oh, Dad, I was going on about his toe again. But the whole family thinks it's quite funny that you're missing a digit on your toe, right. feet, thing. And he scares kids by hiding in vegetables. So drink right. it up, kids, friends, whoever at the bar. Wow. That wants to have some Definitely whiskey. Definitely a ban on alcohol a coming in this studio. Sour toe whiskey. I love you. You're I my best friend. You. you are your family. You're my best friend. Don't chew on the nail because then we can't get our deposit back. You done? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is definitely something I will always remember, won't you? Yes, these moments <laughs> will stay with me for the rest of my life. These are I'm the, sure. the moments you yeah. cherish. This is the moment yeah. when you're having your death rattle. Don't worry, if you was at death's door, I'd pull you through. I'd cut but... off your toes. They're worth two hundred fifty, two $2,500 a piece. Wow. You're right. I could live without a couple and we could buy a car. That's right. Good time. Vacation. Lick my toe or that's a no-go. You decide go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Well, all good things come to an end. So let us goodnight scores in last place. With the K2 meter and the dead battery is the studio audience who never got off Yay, audience! They have to share between themselves a spell book and an old curse and an empty packet of jubes, but they can lick out the innards, so not all <laughs> Great. bad Excellent. there. Excellent. 
in third awesome. place, I finished with four points. I get a pain in the neck due to some dodgy voodoo, so I'm going to rub some Bengay into that. In second place tonight is Michelle, who scored herself a rather resplendent five. She gets a tube of glitter to rub all over her jubblies and a midget stripper, so good luck with that tonight. Ooh. I like in first place tonight on our 250th celebratory anniversary episode, winning the 33000 Dollar IR Cameron making it up to a rather sexy six is Heather Morris. <laughs> she gets that's her guts after eating jelly beans. She gets a full so happy telling Russian tortoise and a selection of dipping sauces. Ooh. Do not fear, listener. We are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time, and I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show, and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee, and why not nip over to SoundCloud right now and search for MQTA Radio, because we're going to stay in the studio and do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filth. You've been listening to more questions than answers, the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world. With Adrian Lee, we are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment. We are the light before the darkness. My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Chaton Drainer, Michelle Corrie, Nathan Bush, Heather Morris, and John and Lisa, and all at the International Paranormal Society in Paranormal.net, and all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group and MUFON of minnesota it just remains for me to say thank you for listening over the last 250 episodes i hope you're going to join us for the next 250 episodes as well and remember be interested and interesting good night thank you thank you so much bless you